Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Coffee with Keith podcast. I'm your teacher and host, Keith Brown. And each week on this podcast, we coach you, the BiPlus individual, as well as others within the community, how to turn your hurting into healing and your healing into happiness. Subjects of this podcast will include sexual identity trauma, shame, family dynamics, relationships, coming out issues, bisexuality, dating, mindset, faith development within the Christian faith, and a whole lot more. Every week, you will get powerful teaching to help you create the life you desire and deserve. A couple of disclaimers, though, please. I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. If you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Also, the views expressed on this program are either those of myself or my guest and should be considered as such. All right, grab that cup of coffee, have a seat here at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm your host, Keith Brown, and I am so glad that you have joined me for this Wednesday Table Talks episode. I'm drinking a little bit of coffee this morning as I am tackling this episode. And you can probably tell if you're a listener of the show or a watcher on YouTube now that uh, this episode is going to be on there as well. I am basically over my cold a little bit kind of there, but mostly I am over. So thankful for that. That was a miserable thing. And if you are sick, let me tell you, I am so sorry because I know there's so much of it going on out there right now. And please do stay safe. Uh, make sure that you're trying to protect yourself and get plenty of fluids and uh, take care of that body of yours for the holiday season. Speaking of holiday, I know that that can be a tricky time for a lot of people within the LGBT community. Um, it has a way of bringing up a lot of emotions, um, a lot of trauma, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fear, all kinds of things that people experience during the holidays because of their identity, especially if they're out of the closet. Now, there's some who are still in the closet who can feel those things as well. But I think for the most part, it's it's those that have come out of the closet. So as I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about my own my own life, because I'm going to be around family myself for this holiday, um, and I started thinking about how that might look for us and some things that we could keep in mind to keep ourselves uh, in the best frame of mind as we go into the holiday season. So I can only speak for myself here because everybody's family is different. Everybody's situation is different. But I did come up with four things that I want to keep in mind myself as I go around my family and extended family for the holiday. And maybe by sharing these with you, it may help. I hope so. That's why I'm here. So 
Let me just quickly share my four things that I want to keep in mind as I go through the holidays. And these, these are they. All right. So number one, I want to be thankful that I have a family. Now, we know that families are made up of individuals and individuals can have all types of ideologies, can have all different opinions, can can have all different personalities and they can, you know, express themselves differently and they can do a lot of things and things that we love about them. And then there can be some things that we don't really love about them. Um, and they could probably say the same about us. I mean, that's just human humans, you know, beings. Right. Um, so as I thought about this, I. I wanted to to just be mindful that if I have a family and you have a family that you can go and spend time with this holiday season, if even if it is not ideal, even if it is not how you wish it were, I think there's still a place to be thankful. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one in my case is that I lost family to death. And, and when that happens, I am again reflective on how important those people that I love are to me. Now, they may hurt me at times, or they may do things that affect me negatively at times. You know what? That's just part, part of being a human being. I mean, that that's part of the human experience. We're always going to have people that will do something or say something that will hurt us. But for me, having that family that I know I can still go and be with and be around and they're still alive. I want to cherish that because there's no guarantee. So that's the first thing, but there's also another reason that I want to be thankful for the family that I have and the family I get to share this holiday with. And that is that I know that there are many people within the LGBT community that have sadly been disowned by their families. They have no choice. They can't be around their families. And their families don't want them to be around. And I can honestly say, as 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 an old guy, knowing I have so many young people that listen to me at times, and I have had so many young people that have come to me over my lifetime and my work that have said, Keith, my family disowned me. And each and every time I hear that, it just tears my, my heart. It breaks my heart so much that family would be so quick to dismiss. So easily get rid of them and their relationship. And I think it's important for us who haven't experienced that, at least not to that degree, to be mindful of that. To remember that if we have family that we can still go be around, even though they may not believe how we believe or think how we believe, uh, think or, or support us the way we want, at least they are there and they haven't excommunicated us from the family. If we can honestly say that, then I think we have something to be thankful for. And if we... Take it in perspective of those who don't. I think it should make us mindful of that Thanksgiving. And if you will happen to be listening to my voice right now or watching me on YouTube and you are one who has been disowned, 
from the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry. And I encourage you to be mindful and purposeful about finding that family now. Not necessarily your biological family if they have shunned you, but pick your family. Find those people. Make sure that you're not alone. Make sure you have somebody in your life that you can be around and spend time with and rejoice with and celebrate with. So uh, I guess for me, this old guy, the first thing I'm thankful, I'm thankful I have family. I'm thankful I have a mom who I can go see. I'm thankful I have sisters and I, I have children, um, my son and, and, and my stepchildren. And, you know, I'm grateful for that. And maybe you should be too. Number two, I want to make sure that I have done the work on my own mindset before I go. I've often been around people in the community who say they've got to go see family and I can talk to them. And immediately I already can tell they're dreading. It. They're working themselves up. I can almost see their body shaking as they talk about it. In their mind, they've already decided this is going to be a horrible experience. I already know it's going to be, it's going to suck. And I'm just preparing myself because it's going to be horrendous and it's going to be just absolutely awful. And we begin to play that story in our minds. And sometimes I think we can be guilty of going into a family event such as Christmas with a false sense of reality. <laughs> We're already thinking the worst. Instead of going, you know what, I'm just going to go in and be open. I'm going to just not make any pre preconceived ideas or thoughts or feelings or emotions. The best I can, I'm just going to be neutral. I'm going to go in and just let the chips fall there where they may. I'm going to try to enjoy the people. I'm going to eat the food. And I'm just going to try to go in with a good frame of mind and a good spirit. Because here's the thing, guys. I think that a lot of times we bring the bad to the party ourselves. Now, I know that's not always the case. And I know things can happen and people can say things and they can do things to hurt us. I get all that. But I can assure you that there are times that we come with already in us the negative ideas and opinions and assumptions and the quickest way to make things happen is to enter it with an idea that it's already going to happen. So my only caution here is spend a little time just checking your mindset. Ask yourself, am I willing to just be open and just try to go in loving and just happy? What do you think? Number three, I believe that one of the things that I and anybody else needs to remember when we go into a family event, this is about a bigger thing. For instance, if you're still a person of faith or your family is a people of faith or anything, if you remember that the Christmas celebration ultimately is about a celebration of a baby. And when we go to these events, it's about family, it's about celebration, it's about reunion, it's about love, it's about being in fellowship, it's about eating a lot of good food, perhaps a little too much good food. And the thing that we don't need to go into it with is a political agenda. 
Now, <laughs> I can just see some people getting mad at me about this. What do you mean, Keith? I should go in and speak my truth. And I need to go in and tell them where I feel and where I stand on things and, and stand up for this and stand up for that. And I think, no, you don't. No, you don't. There's time and place for all that stuff. But guys, maybe it's my age here. Maybe it's my generation. Maybe it, I don't know what it is. But I don't believe that the Christmas celebration with family needs to be political agenda. So my third caution is don't go with a political agenda or a social agenda. Go just to experience the family. Go to just love and be loved. To spend time to the extent you can. But the last thing that you need to do is go in trying to be a voice piece for the community, especially with family that you know perhaps are on a different you know, planet when it comes to these things. Because all that's going to do is you know, make the waters rough, make the experience bad, and people are going to get angry, and it's good. And you had a role in that. I think that's far too often we can't just go and be present and experience and love the people we're around. Instead, we've got to go in with this massive agenda. And I'm just telling you, you know, just take it from me who has been living this life for a long time. I've been around people that are just as judgmental toward the LGBT as you can imagine. I've, I've experienced all this stuff, and I can tell you that one of the ways that you keep relationship and one of the ways that you just enjoy your family at a holidays is to just go in without a set agenda that you've got to prove something. Like I said, there's always times for that. But in my mind, this isn't it. I may get pushback on that. That's okay. That I'm speaking my truth here. I, I'm just I'm just talking how what I believe. I believe that we should not go into these events with a with you know preconception of I'm going to say this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to convince this. Uh, you know, to me that's ridiculous. That's not what this time is about. Now, having said that. I do want to make sure that I mention number four, because I think on the heels of that, we have to be able to practice our boundaries. That's number four. Now, I believe if we go into it with the right mindset, we, we go into it, number one, thankful. We go into it, number two, with the right mindset on our own behalf. Number three, we go into it without a political or social agenda. Number four, we go into it aware that we may need to operate in our boundaries to protect ourselves. Because like I said, that we shouldn't go in with an agenda, that doesn't mean that other people in the family won't come with their own. So if that happens, we have to be prepared with our boundaries. We have to be willing to say, okay, let me just interject right here. I'm not bringing this up. And I don't want you to either. We can talk about anything else. We can enjoy our time. But if you continue to speak this, I must leave. 
Now, see, that's a pretty, that's a boundary. That's not a suggestion. That's not a, an ultimatum of, of, you know, you're going to believe what I believe, or you're going to do what I want you to. No, it is a protective mechanism that we need to be prepared and ready for in the event that somebody else comes at us with their own agenda or, you know, their position. So let me ask you, do you have that? Do you have those boundaries in place? Do you know what they are? Do you know how you'll respond? Are you prepared and ready to respond? Because I can assure you, that's not always easy. But neither. <laughs> I don't care what sexual identity you are. Family gatherings at the holidays, even for the most heterosexual of people, is not always so important. But I think it can be a beautiful experience. I hope that it will be for you. I hope that you've got a good time planned. I hope that you're going to enjoy it. And I hope that you experienced all the joy and blessing of this holiday spirit. Until next time, heal your herbs, move your mountains, and may God bless you. Bye-bye, my friend. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.